broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Alright guys, and we're live here on Phoenix 92.5 FM And of course, nerdsnowmedia.com, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch um, But not Mixer, because Mixer's not a thing anymore um, Sadly, rip Mixer um, I'd say we use a platform called Restream And they've uh, updated their interface recently, it's pretty sweet And uh, we'll probably will be adding some more channels onto it as well So uh, thank you for everyone who's joining us this week uh, we have a lot to get through, and obviously before we get to it, I was on the True Penny show uh, last week talking about um, some New Japan, and uh, Dave, if you haven't checked it out, he kind of did the old switcheroo, so instead of Dave, Dave uh, doesn't watch wrestling, it's Dara doesn't watch New Japan wrestling, <laughs> so it was the same kind of same kind of feel, and I have to say I really enjoyed it because it was the, the, the Neverway Open uh, Triple Tag Team Championships. Uh, the little tournament from Summer Struggle. Really enjoyed it. It's, you know, fantastic. And uh, James Chupenny really knows his Japanese wrestling. So if you uh, want to check out a show and a series there, do check him out. It's fantastic. Obviously, if you're getting this show on there, it's no media. Um, go over to the Chupenny channel and you're able to get his whole stuff there. The man does so much. Um, there's a lot to get through. One thing as well, right? On YouTube today, now I did post it on my own personal Facebook. I am going to post it on our group Facebook on our uh, channel. Uh, it's from Super iPads Wolf, and he does a whole thing on uh, villains and heels in wrestling. So it's all about why he, how to make a heel, you know, the the glory of it. And uh, man, it's I didn't realize he's a big wrestling fan. I knew he was a wrestling fan, but I didn't realize he was that much of a mark. So it's like fair play. Um, you know, definitely do check it out. I'll actually post the link here in the chat. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to try to get him on. He's Irish as well, so he might actually come on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely check him out. Uh, it's a really, really good like half an hour video, but it even goes into like New Japan and Evil Teal Turn and all that kind of stuff. Uh, super, super good video, which I would recommend uh, beyond all others that I've seen in the past couple of days. But That's Dave, old. Well, it's true, man. I, I was blown away. I was not expecting to be as good as it is. Um, Dave, how are you, man? You, you took like a week off. So, uh, you know, that was probably a good move because last week was not good in wrestling. Anyway. <laughs> well, hey, it's a great day for wrestling, everybody. Welcome back to the only show hosted by fans that don't hate wrestling. It's good uh, to be back myself as well. Yeah, and you know, had to do a little soul searching. Took a little trip. Feel feel much, much better. And you came back, which is even you know more bizarre. I would have just been like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just gone. Yeah, I, 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 you know, pulled back in. That's what wrestling always does. It always pulled you right back does. in. Yeah. So yeah, look, uh, this rewind is going to be less of a rewind than what we're normally used to. Um, we we're going to. I mean, look we're at, still rewinding. Just we're just rewinding two days. Exactly, a shorter space of time than what yeah, we normally exactly. do. 
Um, yeah, so look, we were going to talk about SummerSlam 1999. We probably will do that um, in the near future. Um, Adam Martin is going to be joining us to talk about Brock Lesnar's run in Japan. That's going to be super fun. Look forward to that. Uh, we just don't know when. We were going to do it next week, but hey, WWE gave us a, another random pay-per-view next week out of nowhere. <laughs> so, You'll never see it, see coming. it coming. Yeah, like <laughs> no one did. No one saw this pay-per-view coming. Actually, what's funny about this is Payback was like a rumor that was announced. And then halfway through SummerSlam, it's like, oh, so we're going to have... Actually, no. Yeah, it was like an interview backstage with Chart with... Um, with... Um, Oh, what's the name? The boss with Sasha Banks, where she's like, "Oh, That's hey, oh, Sasha Banks is great. I love <sighs> Bailey though. Bailey is like my favorite female uh, wrestler. That Sasha uh, over she's... Bailey every day of the no, week. No, no, no. Bailey's just great, and I love heel Bailey. It's the same with like Evil Emma. Um, like, yeah, okay, Eva you have Emma a point. Was, you have yeah, a point there. I do well, like all. Yeah, Eva, okay. All all Evil Eva Emma was was she changed her lipstick and stole some eye and her hair color and her hair color. I'm like, yeah. this is great. Where was this all along? And you know, all she had to do was steal some iPads. So she had still, to do. still the funniest thing. <laughs> I was like, why were you stealing iPads? Um, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But um, yeah, most of all, thank you for joining in the chat. WWE love a good supplies, don't they? Yeah, they do, and don't tell anybody. So yeah, that's yeah, what was apparently. Funny. Yeah, so this was a rumor that was kind of confirmed halfway through the show. And we will indeed have a pay-per-view for some reason the week after SummerSlam. Which is just, <laughs> it makes no yeah, sense. Like we said, you'll never see it coming. I mean, that's that's the mantra. But we can't say there's no build because Raw kind of was built. They fit like a month's worth of build in three hours. And apparently that's because Vince McMahon rewrote the whole show 20 minutes before the show started. I mean, that seems par for the course, really. <laughs> Yeah, but we're ne- this is what WCW did in 2000. This is this is bad. We're like, we're seeing the iceberg right ahead of us, and we're like, hey, you know, we should probably move. And it's like, no, no, sure, it's fine. I know. I didn't. I did not see Raw, so I'm I'm very curious what. Well, that's why the, the segment Dave doesn't watch wrestling is still working because if he did, it would have ruined my <laughs> whole thing. So I'm glad you don't watch Raw. <laughs> but before we get to that, uh, SummerSlam was on Sunday. Um, I yeah. took the day off specifically to watch it and then we shot a music video and i was working so i fell asleep halfway through it which was sad um so yeah guys working is fun um (laughs) (laughs) it sucks um but yeah i enjoyed the show overall we will kind of get into it in more detail but very weird show okay first things before we get to it wdb have moved away from the performance center and i have now done this new thing it's called a thunderdome which is the worst name ever Especially when you're Irish, and that's how you pronounce it. But the Thunderdome is pretty sweet, I must say. So what? Am I, am I missing the TH? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a thunder. What, what is yeah. that? Thunder. You're welcome, Phoenix yeah. FM. Yeah, look, the <laughs> TH we do not pronounce in, in in Gaelic Irish, in Gaelic English. We just right. don't do it. That's uh, fair. It's yeah. fair. It's more of a D. I'm know? just. I'm gonna love this entire Thunderdome era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was in the Anway Center in Orlando, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, but they don't actually refer to it that. They just refer to it as the Thunderdome. Uh, I'm gonna love this. Not no, not just you pronouncing it, but I absolutely love this concept. I think it's great. Initially, I was like, "This is the lamest thing ever," but mm-hmm. I actually, if you know what, right? I'll never forget watching WrestleMania while I was put, while I was filling some orders for the band, and my mom mm-hmm. was helping out. 
Um, uh, she, she didn't actually watch wrestling really that much, but me and my dad watch it. But mom was like, all right, look, I'll just watch some of it because it was like, you know, a million hours long or whatever. And um, it was 12 o'clock at night and it was the, the Charlotte, the Charlotte, uh, Charlotte ma- the Charlotte match, you know? And um, No, I blocked Charlotte matches out of my memory, so I can't even help you out here. <laughs> well, okay it, was, okay, it was the women's title match, the NXT title match. And, um, oh, versus Rhea, Rhea Ripley? Exactly, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And um, It has the problem that tennis has where, you know, if you're not watching it, it sounds kind of... Um, ah, I got you. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And it was very awkward. My mom's like, that sounds really like... I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> There's no way to because you're not watching it, and you're just something else. It's like at least when you're watching wrestling with a crowd, it, it you know it doesn't sound so bad. But with that, right. it's just a lot of grunting and stuff like that, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> it is. Temp- it's a, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. So it's yeah, a, but maybe we should I, explain have, this concept for people who didn't get to see it. Basically, yeah, surrounding so most, the ring. So, wanna... so most of so most of what's in there. What exactly is the Turned It Dome? It's supposed okay, to be yeah. a, a virtual fan experience. I think so. She she actually read your mind there, Dave. Yeah. So basically, what this is, right? It's I'm it's the modern w- day Edgar Casey. You know exactly. It's it's yep. WWE's way of kind of getting over this, you know, no fan experience, right? So. Um, compared to the the PC where they would have like obviously no fans or limited fans and that would be it, they've now built they now rented out an arena, not a big arena, but by my understanding, it's a small enough arena. But um, they've, yeah, they've re- perfect they've re- size though. Yeah, it works great. They've rented it long term now. They leased it until like November, I think. So this is where they're going to do all their shows. And what they've done is they set up a, a ton of screens. I think there's like a thousand screens there. Yeah. And um, basically, you zoom in. Yeah. It's basically one gigantic Zoom, Zoom call. call. I'm assuming you watch the regular feed because when I was I watching know. it, I, didn't... I don't know. I'm actually going to sign up for it so I can. Oh, know. is there a way? Because I was wondering. Yeah, if, like... yeah. If if you go to WWE Thunderdome, um, you can actually get your ticket there or the social media, and um, yeah, that's how you can sign up. So there gonna... hasn't signed up for it yet. I'm going to. I haven't signed up for it yet because I tried to, and he wouldn't let us until like Friday, and I'm like, I'm not signing up till one in the morning for that. Um. So yeah, I might do it. The only problem is, it's like I might fall asleep because that happens, and then they ban oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, oh, yeah. so, sorry if yeah. I said that out loud. I hope that didn't come across. Um, what so, would you say? Yeah, they ban you if if you fall asleep. Oh, do they? Yeah. You know, so, I had yeah. wondered about that. Like, what happens if you have to go to the like bathroom and you want to go get like another drink or more so, food? So the way it works is the feed kind of rotates, so you're not always on camera as such so you get your slots and then you kind of move out but yeah amongst them all, it's essentially rows and rows of screens who are virtual fans but the audio is cancelled so they don't actually have the audio um, well, I thought they the, were supposed to have the audio or no, is that all the, piped in oh, the audio is all piped in and all fake and you can tell because it's really out of sync and okay, also I, see, I thought they had kind of added it because I noticed uh, there was points where it sounded like there was a delay which would have made sense if they were watching a feed well think about it man like not everybody has good microphones like us most people don't you know you know, anyone who has been on calls or knows the danger of taking calls knows the the, the quality of internet audio sometimes. It's so fair. It's fair. I just imagine that it just wouldn't it wouldn't work. So I'm okay with the ah with the registration is closed for this show. Well, so you have to shot you have to sign up for each show. Each show. That's, yeah. that's too much. That's too much. Yeah. Somebody write me a script for that. I'm not. There's no way. 
<laughs> no way okay. Well, it's time for Dave doesn't respond <laughs> doesn't watch wrestling. Right. Dave doesn't watch wrestling enough to know that he could sign up to watch Thunderdome. So, so Dave, which yes. w- which one is real? Oh no! Here we go. Which Multiple one is true? I did no nonsense like two weeks ago where two of them were real. That was just not fair. Well, that's 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 the that's the that's the fun of the game, Dave. Oh, yeah, for, okay, okay, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Okay, so with the Thunderdome, right? Obviously, opens up a world of different possibilities, right? right? Different problems. So, which one of these is real and which ones aren't, or which one is real? We'll go with that one. Okay. So, was there an image from a KKK rally? Was there a live stream of CM Punk's rant against WWE, or was there a Chris Benoit picture displayed? This was this is at Thunderdome. This is at Thunderdome on Raw. Oh, CM Punk's too obvious. Uh, I would have I would have seen somebody would have texted me if it was cake. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with C. So on Raw. There was a KKK no! rally on the screen. And, Why? Yes, and there was multiple Chris Benoit's. Oh, well, well, come on! Okay, so I got half it. This is this is. Oh, this is you know the SATs didn't do this to me, man. Oh man, this is not uh, right. I just can't believe they didn't think this true. Like, like I, you know, I was wondering this though. How are you going to get away with this concept and expect people not to be like doing the Austin finger the whole time or like? To Some guy fair, just for hours going suck it like. Well, there, actually, well, here's there's a good video by the Internet Historian, which I'll, I'll post as well in the chat. He's great. He is great, but one of his most recent ones is on the virus one and two, and there was this guy called Top Too, uh, too Much or something like that, where he would just uh, randomly bomb Zoom chats like classrooms and just do horrific things like pretend to be like a really racially insensitive um right you know whatever just make fun of and he's like this black guy so just make fun of everybody but then he just starts tripping and his live streams are hilarious and that's probably what's going to happen here i can't believe no one has kind of jumped on that bandwagon because these are kind of open but the thing about it is wdb obviously moderate these and you're it's tied to your it's tied to your email address i believe and something like that so if you're banned you're kind of banned but that hmm. you can just set up a burner account and do that. Like if I was Don't be telling managing... people how to post racist stuff and get around it. What is no, wrong with you? Uh, I, no, I'm not saying post you know racist stuff. I'm just saying you know WDB. Welcome secure... to the Wrestling Rewind, where we show you <laughs> loopholes on how to be a racist. Well, no, it's more WDB. Here's how to improve your security. Block IPs. Oh, yeah, yeah, so you're doing the whole side. Block yeah. IPs. You dumbasses. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. Like, you know, I know you can get around with a VIP, uh, a VPN, sorry. But what I would do is if I was doing that, I'm like, oh, okay, you're posting racist stuff. IP block. Bang. There you yeah. go. Because, yeah, you can just set up multiple, effective. multiple email addresses and just do it all day. Um, amateur hour. Amateur hour. That's what this is. Um, yeah, it man. Is. But, it, it, you know, I'd say, like, the fact that this is happening and they're very obvious as well because you, you can't help but see them like there was a teddy bear watching a lot of SummerSlam and uh, yeah man I just don't know who's moderating this hmm interesting <laughs> I, I was wondering how you would possibly monitor it all and make sure it's I don't know I mean if they're so strict about what signs you're allowed to bring into the building then how could they possibly be okay with just letting somebody in their own home 
off screen grab something. Well, but, the, you know, we, 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 also, we can't focus on negatives. This is a super cool concept. And I absolutely loved the amount of pyro that they showed during SummerSlam. I couldn't tell. Oh, Some not, of it looked CGI. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So th- the way this works as well. So not only also there was a fire Velveteen dream sign on SummerSlam. And um, yeah, the guy was banned shown that which is oh, okay. not unfair because Vel- Velveteen Dream has a lot of stuff that he needs to answer for let's just put it that way um, really oh. does he, oh, oh, yeah oh, man oh, right, they just right. keep coming I just can't believe that he's still on TV but um, anyway um, yeah so look yeah. the same people who are running this are I think they did the NFL or basketball or something like that but yeah mm-hmm. they um, this is what they do, you know. They this right. is their bread and butter, where they kind of bring it. Was sorry, it was basketball because the hell basketball is still running. Right. Um, I think Seth was doing this with baseball. Yeah, exactly. Something yeah. similar. Yeah. Something similar. Yeah. So this. I mean, is they kind of, were also doing Keddie bears in the stands. So take it for what it's worth. But. But but for me, I think this is like, the future of in uh, sports. I suppose uh, for the foreseeable future, like it's it feels very much like the real thing. Um, as a viewer watching it, as a viewer yeah. watching it, like it's, it's it's as close as you can get, I suppose, without actual people mm-hmm. being there. But in a lot of ways, it's kind of better as well because fans don't hijack the show. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. you, well, except for the ones that obviously do. But I Dude, mean, but, like, but then you don't get you don't get a Kofi Mania, you don't get Daniel Bryan, you don't get CM Punk. Yeah, you need some hijacking or else these great moments never happen. Yeah, but I could do without you know CM Punk chance. For no, no I'm not talking I, about now. I'm talking about when he was coming and they didn't want to give him the push that he deserved and the fans started going crazy for him. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Or like the Yes Movement or Kofi Mania. It's a great documentary, by the way. On Kofi. Yeah, but, but both of those things I wasn't a fan of. So Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Triple H never got the... See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Daniel Bryan beat Triple H at WrestleMania and that was not oh, okay. Oh, no. That was not okay. No. That was not okay. No. So I'm just saying. And then the Kofi Mania thing, that in- interfered with Triple H title run. So I'm like... What yeah, on earth not, not is okay. wrong with you? <laughs> Look, once people don't interrupt Triple H in any way, it's fine. The minute they do it, they go on the, they go on the shit list. So it's like, no. Just saying. I got nothing. Anything else happening <laughs> in the news? Yeah, so Rey Mysterio apparently is injured again. How? He didn't do anything. <laughs> On Raw, he was attacked by Retribution. Oh, Retribution. Oh, that's the... Okay, right. And we still the have anti- no idea what these things are? No, they're still like the Antifa group or something like that. You know, but, one uh, of them had long long hair that had like a slight purple dye to it. I was trying to scope out who that might be. Well, there's okay. So fans believe they might have figured out who retribution are after all. So retribution showed up at the close of all this week. I mean, leave it to Reddit to find it out. And they took out the Mysterios. The pose down seemed to signify the stable has been established. So, you know, we haven't found out exactly who's in it yet, but I think it's more like the guys who are portraying them now are actually guys who are in it, guys and girls. So for weeks, blah, 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 fans were able, girls, yeah. yeah, fans were able to peg Dominic Davalkic and Dio Madden as two the retribution members. Shane Torn is a popular choice as well, and so is Vanessa Bourne. It's unclear if Jesse uh, Camellia is still in the group. Apparently, she was. Uh, she was the member with purple, purple tips to her dark hair, okay. but the hair was hidden this week. Um, so it's possible that she wasn't in the faction. Chelsea Green, Santana Garrett, and Indy Hartwell are also popular choices. Okay, Chelsea um, Green, out of everybody you just mentioned, is the only person I know, and that's because she's dating Zack Ryder. Well, here's one as well. There was a theory going around that Ember Moon was going to be in the 
in the stable. Which, oh yeah, whatever happened to her? She came out with that crazy stunner off the top rope, and then nothing. Yeah, and then nothing. So look, it's. Well, I was going to say right now that sounds like a terrible group. Yeah, like because you don't know anybody. That's and I and I do watch when I don't fall asleep. I do watch NXT takeovers. <laughs> sure, I did fall asleep this time. Um, I heard the ladder match is good. I'm gonna try and watch that. But I mean, I. That's what that, it's one of the things I don't get is they seem to bring people up from NXT who aren't actually on the weekly shows. They mm. bring up the people who are, are still in development. It's like they use the weekly shows just to try and get ratings or back when we could do live shows to, you know, get people to come out to the shows. So it's very bizarre. Like Braun Strowman, for instance, I, I don't remember ever seeing him on NXT pre coming into the Wyatt family. I'm sure he was, but. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think it's very short-sighted, but then again, it's still WWE, so everything they do is short-sighted. Yeah. You know, it's like... I don't like this faction at all. Well, here's the thing, right? If it's Retribution, what are they seeking Retribution Retribution for? For, right? Because nothing was really done against them. They're just developmental stars. It's not like people who are... Like, if it was people who were fired, that would make sense. Oh, but this doesn't make any sense. Or if those people who were going, like, for example, CM Punk came back and was really leading a faction. Yeah, okay, that would make sense. This makes no like a bunch of people from NXT. Uh, what are you upset okay, about? What if? What if those firings in April? What if they did bring a lot of them back? See, that would and make that's sense. Who it is? That would be cool. And I'm not just saying this because I want Anderson and Gallus back. I'm. saying <laughs> well, they burned the bridges to AEW, so they're never going to AEW. What did they know? What did they do? They they're, they're OG Bullet Club. Yeah, but they apparently agreed to go to AEW. WWE gave them lots more money, and they embarrassed the books. So that's why they never. That's why they're an impact at the moment because they've nowhere else to go other than Japan. I mean, they could make a ton of money in Japan, but what? I wait. So they. Oh, okay. So they leveraged AEW to get a better contract with WWE and then no, WWE fired no, them? No, apparently, according to their Talk and Shop podcast, they okay. were going to AEW. That was like their, that was their goal. And right. then uh, Triple H, you know, wanted them to resign and pretty much was like, here, look, how much do you want to stay? And they kind of palmed it off or whatever. Then they had a match in Japan where Triple H was their tag team partner. And after the match, he was like, look, here's how much we're going to offer you. And it was ridiculous amounts of money, like a couple of million. Like. Right. I thought they made, I thought they signed a pretty lucrative contract. They did. Right before getting fired. Yeah. And this is what happened. So it was like, it was either a couple of million or it's the guts of a million or whatever like that over the past over a couple of years. And um, right. yeah, they're like, look, we can't turn that down. They signed and then they were let go. But they had agreed verbally to go to AEW because apparently they met the books at a at a at a food court uh, at some point. Uh, no. huh. yeah. Well, you know, I will say this: as much as I love these guys, they did the same exact thing to TNA. Yeah, AJ Gallus and Anderson had a verbal commitment to Dixie that they were going to go back to TNA, and then WWE came a calling. Yeah, so they well, do have a history of doing this, and I well, love them. But well, look, here's the I'm thing. not shocked. Yeah. I guess. But look, at the end of the day, you know, it's the amount of money they were offered was, you know, life change of money. Yeah, why wouldn't you take it? Exactly. And that's what they said. And so everybody in AEW should understand that because they've all been in that situation. 
Yeah, but well, it, well it, the higher ups have been in that situation. Like Jared, I don't. But it, it's who it's who they embarrass. They embarrass the wrong people. So that's eh, why they're that's whatever. that's why they're they're an impact. You know, whatever. I <laughs> give it. Uh, they'll they'll be in AEW again. I'm not. I don't think so. AEW we can't afford it, man. AEW are almost done. Like if, if they oh, don't start, you think you if think? they if they don't start getting butts in the seat soon, uh, they're done. Like they're 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 not WWE. They're not successful enough to write out this pandemic. You know, like well, even though they might be great and all, um, it's true. They're not the, WWE. Uh, their issue. Their issue, in my opinion. Oh, this is controversial, but. My, their their issue, in my opinion, was the whole every talent is going to get what was it half a million guaranteed essentially. They're yeah. going to get health insurance. They're going to get the women are going to be paid um, equivalent to the men, which sounds terrible out of context. Don't splice that together with my racism comment from earlier. Um, but what I'm what I'm saying is that it's you, people should be paid based on how the talent's going to be used. And it just as soon as I started seeing that. I was like, okay, this just seems like a way for Brandy Rhodes to make a lot of money. I don't know. It's the whole thing's been oh, look, We're never getting an interview with anybody from AEW after that. It was nice knowing you, Internet. Look, AEW has a lot of good ideas. But yeah. the, prob- the problem started coming in as soon as they brought in Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's we don't it. Need to rehash it. We, we, we you know, and, and that's the problem. And it's the systematic problems that happen when you have these demagogues with an axe to grind. They they make really dumb business decisions, and what you what you said is actually kind of true. Because look, there is no reason why Becky Lynch, when she was there, shouldn't be paid as much as I don't know who else, um, Seth Rollins, right? Because exactly. she, or even more because she was the biggest star of the company. I like, agree with that one hundred percent. Unbelievably, like that's that makes sense because she's a she was the face of the company, right? The biggest draw of the company. Yeah, but. Brandy Rhodes making as much as Cody Rhodes? Uh, what? It's not logical to me in any it way. It makes be no like, sense. You know, it makes no sense. It's like I'd be like saying that like just gonna pick somebody random here. Uh, well, I guess Carmella is money, so that's a bad choice. But oh, like Alicia Fox should not be paid the same as Becky Lynch. Right on, exactly. You know, it's it's not a gender thing. It's it's more like a merit thing. It's like listen, wrestling is about making money. And if you don't right. draw, you shouldn't make you shouldn't make money. Like, and it did it. seem like their announcement of "oh, we're doing this." It was more of a virtue signaling thing, not a proper business thing. Yeah, I I think like it's not as transparent as TNA was um, under Dixie, but it's starting to really show that. And here's the thing: this stuff works great when it was when you could have those fans in the arena, right? And the fans could come and be like, "Oh, look how great you are." Can't do that now. No. Nope. <laughs> so no, it's not going to work that way. You know, WWE are able to pull these maneuvers because they have such a big war chest. AEW don't have the war. Like, here's the thing: if they did, their TV deal was renewed in March, sorry February, and they were lucky that the pandemic didn't hit beforehand because it never would have been renewed. That's the right, truth of it. Yeah. Call a spade a spade. Now would have been it. That would have then been done. So they might be able to limp on. But they're going to have to start making decisions that make sense. And, you know, I hear they want to bring fans back in. It's like, oh, that's a bad idea. But they might have to to stay afloat. Like, that's the thing. WDB can have their virtual Zoom calls because they figured out how to do it. But that probably cost millions. 
absolutely. I was wondering millions. how much that costs to do. I mean, just the it has setup. to cost has to cost millions. There's no way it won't. Nuts. It doesn't. And here's the thing: they're not making a gate either because they're not charging. Right. So it's like yeah. I was trying to explain that this weekend uh, to my friend. We were talking about wrestling mm. in general, and she was like, "I don't understand. Like, why would they have troubles making money? They're still doing shows and all that." I'm like, "Yeah, but they don't." They don't have the live gate attendance. They yeah. don't have the house shows. They don't exactly. They, they she's like, but they still sell merch. I'm like, yeah, but not as much as if it's being sold in the arenas and exactly. stuff like because that. Because like, here's, 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 here's the thing, right? A, a mom brings her son or daughter, right? Yep. And then they're friends, right? So let's just say you have one guy that goes may, might buy a t-shirt, probably won't, right? Right. But. You have a fa- uh, either a family or a man bringing a bunch of kids. Yeah. That's six or seven T-shirts. That just oh, bought yeah. purely, purely because you're like, oh, hey, look, remember when you went to the wrestling show? Because for them, it's not a TV show. It's a big event. It's a big it's wrestling experience. Event. Exactly. That you want to remember. Absolutely. Exactly. That's and why that's Brock Lesnar's whole Suplex City exit and then he would put the name of the town was a brilliant. Yeah, they had to print a bunch of shirts for it, but I'm sure they sold like crazy because those are unique. Absolutely. And, and that's... And that's what they're missing, you know. So unless unless WDB are, you know, going to figure that out, they're not able to capitalize on that. But, you know, again, you're not going to pay for a Zoom call. Like if you're charging for this, you're not going to pay for it because it's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. But what they could do is they could work it into their subscription where every WDB network subscription gets free access to one show a month or something like that. That would make that sense. Would be, that would be cool. But it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I looked at the setup for this. I looked at the staging, the pyro, the the special effects, everything they were doing, and I was like, "This cost a ton of money." Oh, unbelievable! Put on. But here's the thing: it it needs to be done because WDB is all about spectacle. Like you take yeah. that out, and you're kind of left with very little. Now, I like the empty arena shows for the most part. Um, I, I like this more though. Oh, I like this much more. I like this much more. Yeah, well, it's because it feels like feels like WDB. Well, you know what it was when I was. Going on to the WWE Network to watch SummerSlam, you know, it pops up and says you can jump to this section or jump to that section, like this match, this match, this match. Mm. And when I saw those thumbnails and it just at first glance at me looking at the TV, I was like, Am I, is this the wrong SummerSlam? There's an audience. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't until that's I actually I mean. turned yeah. it on and I was like, oh, this is cool. Because my mom was, was um, walking by and she's, oh, that looks like wrestling. And that was her words. Mm. You know, it's like, yeah, it kind of does. Like that's the thing. Even like it's the closest thing you can get now, and it's like I think they figured out, you know, with the cinematic matches and with that, they have a whole new arsenal. Um, AEW didn't do that. AEW kind of just went, "We're just going to do what we do," and it's like, yeah, that's not going to work. Like, <laughs> that's not going to work long term, right? It's you have to kind of adapt. And no disrespect to AEW. Look, you know, as you said, we might never get interviews with AEW stars. I'm like, all right, well, you know, fair enough, but. It's like we're not saying anything that doesn't really need to be said or anything that um, isn't staring you in the face. Because, look, as, as much as WWE might get railed, they'll be able to keep going. And this show in this format was very enjoyable. Actually, all, all the shows were very enjoyable, despite the, the trolling. Like, it's it's the first time since the pandemic hit where you can actually go, well, you know what? If this is what wrestling is like now, from now on, hmm. fine. And no, even fine. the wrestlers, when they came out, they, they loved like, it. Yeah, yeah it might have been it. Drew McIntyre was like, this is pretty cool. cool. Yeah, there yeah. was Drew McIntyre, yeah, and you're like, yeah. well, because, yeah, at the end of the day, like, I imagine they probably piped that in, over, like, the sound over the speakers to give them, like, reference. 
the sounds of not stuff TV. Um, but yeah, it's great. The commentary got awful though. Oh my god, like nightmarishly bad. Where is Renee Young? Well, she's fired. She's gone. Wait, what? Oh, whoa! You didn't notice? Okay, yeah. What are you talking about? Renee is gone. They, they. She can't get fired. No, she's gone. She quit. No, she's not. That's the. No, no, she quit. She's done. She quit. She quit. Yeah. Why? She? What? What? What do you? Okay. How is this not in Dave doesn't watch the news? Because I taught you knew this is the biggest When did this happen? This happened last week. What? I wasn't here last week. You watched SummerSlam. I they, was the whole SummerSlam. I was like, this feels really weird without they Renee. Closed, they closed the pre-show by R- Renee Young saying goodbye to everybody. Well, I didn't see the pre-show. What? It's not. It's not on. It's not on the feed when you go back and watch it after the fact. Okay, so here's so here's the news, right? Renee Young apparently gave her. There was a part that she gave her notice to WWE, and nobody knew last week, and nobody knew when she was going to quit, right? So. They closed the, the the pre-show by saying, hey, Renee, this is your last day in WWE. Thanks for everything. And it was a big, tearful, sad thing and all that kind of stuff. Yes, she's done. Now, here's the thing. Rumors she's going to go to AEW probably eventually, but she probably has like a massive non-compete clause. Um, so probably be a couple of months. But, she can get picked up by any sports Well, it, she has a cooking book coming out soon, so she's probably going to be busy with that. Get the... Get, Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold okay, on, go, on, on. go on. You are not telling me that Renee Young left the WWE to go promote a cooking book. No. This is clearly a joke. No, it's she was not. Sick. It's she not. was quarantining because of Moxley or something, right? <laughs> no. Uh, look, apparently what happened was she was very hurt by the way WWE treated her after she got the virus. Um, apparently no one rang to check up on her, and she was just kind of annoyed by it. And then she got lots of heat backstage for going public. Um, so yeah, that's that's what. And then her show got cancelled. So she's like, "All right, whatever, going to peace out." So yeah, she probably will end up somewhere else. But for the time being, she's like mad into cooking at the moment. So she has a cookbook coming out. This is all true. This is all happening. This is not happening. It is. <laughs> what? <laughs> I couldn't make it up. I... I'm sorry I had to find out this way. I, I'm devastated. <laughs> I really liked her. So did I. I love Renee Young. She's so great. She's like my oh. favorite. She was like my favorite part of WWE for ages. But see, she had to go marry John Moxley. So, you know, her time was a time was a ticking. I, I uh, okay. Yeah, there we go. You know, don't so, worry. She, they she didn't replace a... her on the booth either. At least they gave it, it was a two person desk for the night. So that explains why it wasn't three people, I guess. So oh. They gave her like the seat of honor kind of in memorial for the night. But um, that's why they brought wow. it. That's why they brought in. Um, what's her name? Beth Phoenix. That's why they brought Beth Phoenix for the past couple of months to kind of replace her. What? Yeah. Beth Phoenix has been replacing her for the past couple of months, dude. I don't. Can we get to the show? <laughs> oh no this has put a damper on your entire day hasn't it I okay okay so okay. the show started off with um, the first of two title matches for Asuka so the story going into this was um, Sasha Banks and Bailey are double champions how did she I don't believe you <laughs> what, about what part I mean Okay, I know she had the virus, right? She was home. She came back. Talking Smack was canceled. 
I did like the bump. You ever watched the bump on the W network? I've never, I've, ne- I've never watched the bump. I just, yeah. I, I okay. She was, she's not on that. I just, AJ was, so I just feel like I mentioned that. I'm just, I'm trying, this is my mind right now. My mind is a jigsaw puzzle of wrestling. It's like find solace in something. Like we're going to talk about AJ. Like, I, I don't even, this is, he's not even on the show. I don't, she's not on this. Sh- how she's what? Woo. Okay. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. It's out of my system. Let's talk about women's wrestling. Great. Is it is it out of your system topic. or do you, no, are, 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 I mean are, I don't know. Do you want me to get proof that she's left? I, I want I guess. Can I okay. can you send me like the, okay. I want to see the WD website. We wish you the best in your future endeavors. Find me that. Okay, hold on. We're, we're gonna do some uh we're gonna do some professional on air Googling here. Yeah, well, you know. Let's see. Life is Googling if you want a job, apparently. I've learned. Uh, Okay, I don't believe this. We're gonna show. We're gonna show my phone to the screen, right? Renee Young, what departure? What? Yeah, Renee Young confirms departure from WWE Digital Spy two days ago. Renee Young reveals the reason for her departure twenty three hours ago. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's gone. And here, well, that and here, sucks. I look here's some you know YouTube videos about it. Uh, how did you miss this it's everywhere nobody <laughs> it's everywhere no, nobody told, why do you why, why didn't you text me this week because i thought you saw it where would i see this <laughs> see guys it's not it's not a gimmick dave really doesn't watch wrestling <laughs> i watch pay-per-views <laughs> that's it but, oh, i missed man. the pre-show so apparently <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I thought they would have done a bigger thing during the show. They didn't. They were just like, oh, well, hey, they learned but... with her husband not to. <laughs> That's probably why. But they just kind of were like, oh, bye, Renee. I wouldn't mind. She looked like amazing as well. I'm like, oh, she's all dressed up. But look, she should, they're probably going to do it. No, bye, Renee. It's like, oh, man, you could have at least called the show or, you know, whatever. It's just. It was weird. She had like a one week nose period. Oh, so. wow. Oh, she un- she's unloading on this company. Yeah. It's rape. She's not Ooh, happy. Wow. She is not happy. That These day. are like actual sources, not like Bleacher Report crap. Like real news no, is real, happening. Yeah. 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 It's not broken news. It's like real like sources. So there you go. She was a cast member on Total Divas. I don't remember that. Uh, she was there with, with Moxley. I, I, I don't watch wrestling. You think I watched Joel Divas? I just I wasn't aware of this. Well, right. she was there for eight years. Yeah, she was there for a long time. This show is now officially the Renee Young Memorial Show at this point. Oh, my goodness gracious. We're just going to have to bear with us while Dave you know, gets over this. If he can, I don't think he's going to be able to. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. Huh. You're welcome for the dead air radio, folks. I just, huh? Well, okay, that's right. This. What surprises you most about it? Why are you finding it so difficult? Well, I mean, she broke. She... I don't. I'm just. She broke. She broke that glass ceiling. She was the first female to actually be a, a competent lead commentator, like full-time Michael Cole style. 
she worked her way up. So like we all saw it coming for a really long time. Mm. She's young. She's mm. only 34. Yeah. She she's Canadian, I think. She is Canadian. Yeah. I don't know how that's relevant. I'm done. That's 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 I'm done. You're done. Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Bailey defeated Oscar. The match sucked. It was whatever. I don't think the match sucked. It was, it was just it was Sasha versus Oscar was much better. It, yeah, it was very underwhelming. Like the whole point of this was to kind of set up the <laughs> overarching. Dave story. now <laughs> Dave now trashes the SummerSlam card. <laughs> you have yeah, you have to pull in your uh, your disappointment here for. I do. It's very integrity. very professional of me to go on oh. for about ten minutes of pure shock and disbelief. <laughs> I mean, last time I felt this way was when Paul London got fired, and I cried. I ran out of my dorm room. I fell onto the quad on my hands and knees, and I cried. That is a true story. I don't know why I shared that, but it's a true story. <laughs> I, I look. Here's the thing, you know. At least Triple H can't get fired, so that's the good thing. Oh, screw you! He got demoted. <laughs> right. So. All right. All right. right. Ba- Bailey defeated Oscar in a less than stellar match, but this was to set yeah, up was- the match. Later on, and obviously right. to set up the kind of break with um, Bailey and and Sasha, because that's coming now at payback when they lose the belts. Yeah, that's it's. I, I'm tired of like that transparent booking. Yeah, but it's WWE though. That's yeah. This is this is what they do. <laughs> this is what they do. They telegraph everything. And yeah, as soon as, soon as this happened, I mean, we could just talk about the both matches together because it makes yeah. more sense logically. As yeah. soon as Asuka beat Sasha, I went, Oh, they're gonna lose their titles. This is time for that like year long rumored breakup that they're gonna do. I want to yeah. say this though Sasha Banks can wrestle, man. Oh man, she's great. That, she's that so sunset good. flip powerbomb she did off of the apron, I don't know how she did it. There were so like, many things she did that were so fluid and, and so dynamic that it I kind of fell in love with her again as a as a performer. I really did. Bailey, her match against Asuka was unbelievable. Bailey, Sasha, and Asuka are like three of the best like in the company at the moment. And they just they, they have it all. And Sasha yeah. Banks, you kind of get a bit you're surprised by how good she is, that makes sense, yeah. because you're not expecting her to be so good. She but, is this is this wrong absolutely. to say she looks too good to be as good yeah. of a wrestler as she is? Absolutely. Like I know exactly what you mean. I know that sounds yeah. kind of sexist, but I swear to God, it's not. It's like when you see Bailey, you're like, ah, Bailey, like love you, but you know, whatever. Right. And you see Sasha, and you're like, oh my god, like that's unbelievable. Like she looks incredible. And then she wrestles, and you're like, oh my god, she's unbelievable, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you're just like, wow, okay, you're just complete. You're, you don't expect because it's this is WWE's fault. Right, it is. We've been it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent WWE's fault. Where like you see, like basically a supermodel or whatever, then like there's no way she's gonna be able to wrestle, and then she doesn't, and you're like, well, there you go. So then when it happens, and you're like, oh my god, what? It's totally WWE's right. fault, and it it is. Like obviously, women's wrestling. I'm a big fan of it, big proponent of it. The knockouts kind of sh- really broke that ground, but that right. was TNA, and that was kind of expected. Like it was kind of the opposite, where no matter who you were, who you looked like, you go and have a great match. AEW kind of do the same thing, but WWE's whole indoctrination for 18 years has been attractive, like super attractive women cannot wrestle. Attractive right. women can wrestle, but it's going to be limited. And that, and now all of a sudden they're completely changing it, so it's still kind of weird to to see you know but yeah it would be like expecting tori wilson to be the same caliber wrestler as Absolutely. natalia 
You know Absolutely. What I mean? That yeah. that case in point. Tory Wilson, Stacey Keebler, um, yeah. uh, you know, pretty much anyone for that time period where like yeah. Mickey James, who would be like that generation's Bailey. Like, right, right. Yeah. She, you know, she could she was probably the best of the bunch, but looking back, exactly. she wasn't as good as what we have. Oh, definitely. Now. Not. Well, not definitely even close. Not. But that's across the board. Like the rest of, I saw something really dumb the other day. Um you know, oh, WDB's going back to PG fourteen and it's gonna save wrestling. And I'm like No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's Do people not. not remember that the attitude era was PG. Yeah, it's like Are they not familiar with that? It's like but go back and like we go back and watch the attitude era and the wrestling was not good. The it shows were fun, but the wrestling wasn't good. The wrestling any you take any match from the past 10 years and it's going to be better than any match in the actual era and what I mean about it actually in the ring that's not right, the problem right. the problem is they can't tell stories mm-hmm. so if you so if you add you know blood and guts and swearing and all this kind of stuff like they brought in swearing now to, to, to WWE and it's like oh yeah it's a bit edgy but they still have the same problems it's more effective when it would happen uh, like once a month a wrestler would use a swear word and a tame one but yeah, like, like I, I like what Drew McIntyre said about Randy Orton in his promo. Right. I was like, oh, okay, that that's that's because it hits, right? It hits, and it's realistic because it's that's how Scottish people speak, right? It's like that makes yeah. more sense. And it's like, okay, cool, right? That's fine. But you know, to go over the top like AEW do, it's like, okay, you know, whatever. Or or even in the actual area where we saw where you know we have fun looking at the signs. And you're like, okay, like, what's that going to do going back? You know, it's, it's kind of building the stories. And, you know, this is what we're saying with Bailey, Sasha, and Asuka. It's like, the matches are unbelievable. The presentation's great, but the booking is transparent. We knew that Asuka was going to walk out with the belt. And we know that the breakup's going to happen. And you can see it right. coming a mile away. I wouldn't be surprised if this whole payback pay-per-view was solely for that reason. To get that done. Could be. Anyway, could be. So look, yeah, Oscar is your new WWE Raw Women's Champion. Yep. And she deserves it. You know, I love Oscar. I think she's great. I think, I think she's fantastic. Um, she's absolutely one of my favorite wrestlers. Also, she has the cutest YouTube channel ever. Um, totally do check she? it out. Yeah, she she was doing more. I mean, it's putting... no r truths TikTok because that's probably the greatest thing in the world. But well, Oscar has a, a YouTube video for putting together a gaming cabinet completely in Japanese and it's amazing and I'm like oh this is great <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy that yeah no she's she's just like oh Oscar you're the best <laughs> so it's just it's it's good I'm, I'm happy for her to you know to get this push because she seems to be now like a really good project for the for Vince I think I think he's finally got Oscar you know he finally is like right this is who we have and they're gonna push her to the moon so that's fantastic yeah she's been there a lot longer than I remember oh yeah she's there ages yeah, yeah she, she's really settled in. She has. She's great. Um, the Street Profits had a ugh, match eh. with Andrade and Angel Garza. I did not like this at all. There's one thing I liked. There's one thing I liked. Right. I, and I don't know which of the... Sh- I don't even know who did it. I, mean, I think it was Garza, actually, right? No? I don't know. Who cares? One of these four people, shows how much attention I paid, did a moonsault where they actually landed completely 180 of where they took off, kind of like a Rob Van Dam style of being able to change your position in midair. And I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I don't know how they were able to do it. I just, man, I just, look, 
none of these people matter. Well, in dry, I mean, and the worst part, what I mean by that is Paul Heyman tried to make Angel Garza and Andrade matter, but then they buried them for like a month straight. So it's like, okay, they do nice things, but what's the point? Um, so it was just, it felt, it felt very flat. It felt very like a time filler. Mandy Rose. It, it was the shortest match of the night. Yeah, it was not kind of pre-show. So yeah, it was like seven minutes. Mandy Rose versus uh, Sonia Deville, which was supposed to be a hair versus hair match. Then they change it to a no disqualification loser leaves town match. Yeah, we were excited for so, this hair versus hair concept. Yeah, yeah, we what, were. Because it, it, what it's happened a, here? It's a SummerSlam tradition. Actually, looking back, it seems to be it a, kind of is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. That's one that only recently have I been like, oh well, they do this at SummerSlam a lot. Um, okay, well, apparently what happened was Sonia Deville was like home invaded. Like I'm legit. sorry, what now? Yeah, this is a thing. By retribution? No, like in real life. Oh, so that was, sucks. Yeah, um, so, you know, that sucks for her. Uh, but apparently she's been given time off now to kind of like recover from that, which obviously you'd have to. So that's yeah. why she's been written off TV. Now, I had they an issue ex- with this match. They never explained why it's not a hair versus hair match anymore, but okay. Well, the good news is I didn't watch any of the build-up, so <laughs> uh, you know most. Of, you know most of it. Sonya Deville and Mandy Rhodes are best friends, right. and that's well, but here's here's my issue. Oh, I don't even know if I should say this. I've made so many comments that can be taken out of context. I'm just gonna say it anyway. I'm I, my whole. I'm just digging it. I'm gonna dig it deeper. What was Mandy Rose wearing? I'm gonna refresh my. I'm gonna refresh my memory of exactly what she was wearing. What on earth was that? You have one of she's very talented, but she I mean her whole gimmick is that she's like this golden goddess, this stunner. Yeah. And what why what was she wearing? She was all she had this like weird white kind of coveralls that still showed obviously had still showed her chest, but like her stomach was covered. It was very bizarre. I was like, what are you going for here? It was not complimentary to her body at all. I'd love to see what's going on in Dara's search history right now. I'm just trying to like find out, you know, Mandy Rose. Let's see. Just do Mandy Mandy Rose at SummerSlam. That's what I did. Let's see. Of course, you used the Bright Browser for this download below and link below. There we Heads go. We up. got a cheap pop in our sexist moment of the night. <laughs> okay. Well, no, but, no, but to be fair, I, I want to wait. Wait before you We're, say that. I want to preface this with something. The last time I was on this show. I made a comment about not being a fan of Triple H when he would wear the pants versus wearing the trunks because I thought it was a better look. Yeah. So this is I had there's no double standard here. I just want to be clear about that. I'm now applying this to Mandy Rose. Well, let's repackage this in a non-sexist way. So OSW review to have a segment called What Bar. So what bar was Mandy Rose? That's just a or Mandy Rose. I agree. Yeah, she. Yeah, man, that was not a good look. I think even the way her hair and everything was presented. It yeah, looked, it was it like she had wet hair. It yeah, was just it, not her. Not her. It looked like someone different. Like, yeah, if you even look at the, I'm here on Google Images, and um, pretty much every other depiction of her is gorgeous. I'm not saying that she isn't gorgeous, obviously, but it's like, yeah, d- did her no favors. <laughs> no favors at all. She, and yeah, she looked like a, a gold whisper bar. That's what I'm gonna say. She looked like. Yeah, she she was demoted from goddess. Yeah, definitely. No, not good. Not good. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I feel like I've made a lot of friends this show. So, 
Dave, not a sexist. <laughs> I don't listen. I, I liked it when Triple H wore less clothing as well. That's so fair. take That's it fair. for what it's worth. You know, that's what wrestling is. You know, it's supposed to be, you know what it is. It's because of your, uh, your, your pedigree of, um, wow. Getting the triple H reference in. Ultra you focused, no, you don't even yeah. know what you're going to say. You focused no, the sentence around using the word pedigree. And now you're just trying to think about what to say. So please okay. Okay. tell me about your, my pedigree. Your lineage of death matches where you're supposed to wear as less, as less clothing <laughs> as possible. Right. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what that's. It. Yeah. All right. Speaking of death matches. Um, we had a street <laughs> fight next. This was amazing. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. Now, can I just say, Dominic Mysterio is terrible. <laughs> no. No, he is. He's not. He's so awkward. How old is the kid? He can't throw a punch. And I'm not saying that, well, I'm, some, that, I'm, not saying that I'm some, you know, incredible, super fit person anymore. But I know how to throw a punch. And this guy cannot do it. And it's okay, like, he should probably be better at 23. He with, can't do with, it. It's with like, Ray being his dad. He throws a little punch and you're like, oh, man. Mom. Now, that said, he did a couple cool lucha moves. He but it was stuff. also kind of like, well, okay, we expected that to happen. Yeah. Like, I think Seth even said that in a promo or something. Yeah, it's like, if, if he can't, well, there is a whole thing that, who's Eddie supposed to be his real dad? Um, that's supposed to be no, realistic. Well, isn't that why he did the frog splash? Yeah, that's what's supposed to be, right? But <laughs> And Seth does the frog splash I, as a tribute, I, I, and I, Sasha I, does the frog splash as a tribute. It was a it was a, it was a frog splash uh, spectacular at SummerSlam. I don't know, but li- leaving the conspiracy theories aside, Dominic <laughs> uh, Mysterio, should, look, he should be better than he is. Um, like, I right, sound like terrible people, but I no, agree but he you. should be. Like he, he had a main, like quasi main event. He had the oh, longest like, match of the night. Yeah, and look, it wasn't a bad match. It's just like no, it was, it, yeah. it, it, he, he's young, he's a young fella, and he's like, send him off to Japan, send him mm. down to Mexico. You know, get that kind of experience in it. He yeah, just, get him out of the country. Now he, he looks like <laughs> he look, he looks like a creator wrestler. Right? He does. I'm surprised he's not more fit, to be honest yeah, with you. See, he, it goes both ways, people. Like, <laughs> honestly, I was surprised with his physique. I don't know. And look, I'm not Now gonna, I sound like Kevin Nash. Yeah, look, that's not I don't know. It's just this is the problem with like second generation stars. Um mm. they're always gonna be compared to to their dads or or whatever. Um Right, you can never be. I mean, Ray Mysterio is a once in a life. Yeah, a once in a lifetime talent, talent right? It truly uh, is. But, but the problem is, instead of Dominic Mysterio coming out and just being himself, as in like his own thing, he's leaning so heavily on being a Mysterio that's like, oh, you're not helping yourself. You that know, seemed to be what they were going for yeah. in terms of the storyline. I will say, I I love this match. I thought the storyline was, was great. great. The match yeah, it was. Re- the match was really good. And, uh, and by the way, the, that beating that Dominic took on, I guess it was Raw a couple mm. weeks ago when they oh, showed that package, absolutely. that was brutal. But even the kendo stick um, marks on That's what I'm saying. Rollins, yeah. On Rollins oh, yeah, that, after the match it. as well, you're like, yeah, they really went for it. And look, you know, if this is the best that Dominic can do, well, look, he's, it's serviceable, but he'll never be a main eventer. You know, he'll never Wait, be a big he star. Is he signed? Is this oh, he's signed. Yeah, he, he is signed. Oh, I thought this was like a one-off. No, no, no. It, it's signed. But the, my, 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 you know, the problem with this, and I, I want to be wrong, but I've seen this before. You've seen this before where, right? you know, it's not like a Randy Orton where he's so, you don't, you wouldn't even think he's related to Kel by Bob Orton. Exactly. He's more like uh, Ted DiBiase Jr., where he's trying to be mini 
his dad. And it's like, well, I met him once. I got my picture with him. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he seems like yeah. a nice guy, but you he, know. he smelled very nice. I told him that he got a little weirded out. I walked away. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He just, he did. I we, 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 he put his arm around me for t- <laughs> to get the picture. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was you smell really good. <laughs> and I didn't, it just came out. And then he gave me this look and I, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to leave. I don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever he uses, somebody buys. Well, look, at least you said it to him and not to some diva because you might get restraining order. So it's very true. Yeah, that's it's very true. No double standard. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Anyway, smells aside, um, <laughs> poor Ted DiBiase Jr. suffered from what I think Dominic Mysterio is going to suffer from if he doesn't create his own. Like, the best thing he could do is beat the hell out of Ray Mysterio and be like, I'm my own man. I'm yeah, not that you. would be kind of cool. To see. And that's you what know what this do. match reminded me of? It, in a weird way, it reminded me of a Cody Rhodes match. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's like, it's literally trying to be this thing that you're not. Like, it feels so ill-fitted. Like they, it, the whole spectacle around it. I mean, I was captivated. I loved it. It was like the first, it was like when Cody won the NWA championship. I really love that match. I really mm. bought the story. The problem is then that was the storyline or at least the setup for the match that he would have every week there. Every week. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's, it's cool <laughs> as a moment, not as your, like your gimmick or your constant match. Where do you go from this? That's the thing. Like where is Dominic Mysterio going to go next week? Is his dad going to come out with him to every match? Is, you know, is it going to drop him off from school? Is, is that what this is? I don't know. Uh, and by the way, listeners, if you hear something in the background, my neighbor's mowing their lawn, so I apologize. Um, okay, one thing as well. I was disappointed that Ray Mysterio's wife didn't wear a mask as well. I thought that would have been fun. Uh, that would have been fun. You know, really was- I thought Dominic was... Uh, he. Uh, okay, let's point out, I, I did enjoy Seth Rollins' Ray Mysterio outfit that he was wearing as a callback mm. to... Uh, SummerSlam 15 years prior when Ray faced Eddie, if I'm getting yep. this correct. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was very yep. well mapped out. I'm really happy for the seamstress that she still has a job during this time. They actually referenced that as well on commentary, which was cool. Yeah, what, what do you think? I have a memory and I'd remember that? Of course they referenced it. <laughs> um, okay, guys. I mean, gonna... it wasn't Renee Young on commentary referencing it. Well, guys, we're going to put a pin in here. Uh, we're going <laughs> If you're listening to this on Phoenix 92.5 FM, because we've reached our hard break. Uh, we will be back here on the stream for the remainder of the show. Guys, if you're listening on Phoenix 92.5 FM, what are you doing? Join us live. We're here every Tuesday, 6 p.m. on Nerd to Know Media, um, the YouTube channel, Twitch, all that good stuff. Go to nerdtoknowmedia.com. The link is there, and you will be able to interact with us directly. We'll be back after this short break here on this stream. Um, so we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Guys, if you're listening on Phoenix FM, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.